Welcome to the Dream Home Movement. This is your weekly dose of Dream Home Inspiration, bringing you clever hacks and tips from the very best local experts with your hosts, Tara and Joe. Hi, thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Dream Home Movement with me, Joe Violetta from Violetta Finance and my co-host Tara from Tara Loves Dream Homes, as well as being from Tara Loves Dream Homes. Tara also is the founder of an online community called the Mornington Mums Building Dreams. You can find that on Facebook. And the reason I mention that is that we've been looking at the group and following a lot of chats that are happening in that community. And we've noticed that there's a really keen interest in renovation, particularly here on the Mornington Peninsula and in surrounding coastal suburbs. So we thought we need to have an episode about renovation. And boy, do we have the perfect guests to talk to us about renovation tonight. We've got Scott and Nadia Black from Renault Rumble. They're Renault Rumble grand finalists and they're founders, the founders of SNN Design and Renovations. And I've been following their work and they have done some amazing renovations, many of them here on the, the peninsula. So we're going to chat with Scott and Nadia about how to rock your renovation on time and on budget with maximum impact. We're also going to indulge in a weekly dose of block gossip. And we're very lucky to be able to get the insider perspective from Scott and Nadia because not only uh, were they grand finalists on Renault Rumble, but they've also been involved in the block. So very much looking forward to that. We've also got our regular segments. So we'll keep you informed with Tara's local market watch and help you fund your dream home with our finance reno segment. Plus, we'll update you on how our, our own dream home projects are progressing. Take me home tonight. I just want to show you the tonight. Welcome back. It's Tara here from the Dream Home Movement. It's great to have you guys here with us tonight. Now, we're up to the block gossip for tonight, and we're a little bit spoilt because we have two actual reality TV stars here, Scott and Nadia Black. Hello, guys. Good evening. Hi, Tara. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing really well, Scott and Nadia. It's great to have you with us. So, yeah, we are a little bit spoilt to have you here because you were on, um, you were finalists for Renault Rumble on Channel 9. So we're hoping that you'll be able to give us a bit of behind-the-scenes insight as about Block and Renault Rumble and reality TV renovation in general. General. It's quite interesting you were saying to me, we were talking just back then about the logistics of the actual filming and how that you guys were doing something like 60-hour weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some it, weeks it was longer. It was 60 hours, no sleep. 60 hours, <laughs> no sleep. That, that's quite intense. It's a real pressure cooker, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, some days you're working for 18, 22 hours. Um, other days you're not sleeping for two days at a time. You just don't know what circumstances are, are going to fall on you at that specific time. So you never know when you're going to be able to have a quick kip or yeah. whether you're going to get a good night's sleep or not. Is there a logistical reason why they try and shoot it in such a short period of time? Or is it just... Well, with Renault Rumble, we had to do a house in seven days. Hmm. So you've usually got... You, you sort of rock up on the Sunday and hmm. then, you know, you've got about 
a five, ten minute brief with the owners and wow. that's all you've got to then make your judgment on what you do with your spaces the rest of the week. Wow. Um, and then you've got to complete that, including demo, within seven days. Wow. So, yeah. So it's almost like a six-day renovation, realistically, because yeah. by the time you sort of walk through with the homeowners, the and each contestant sort of gets to walk through with them mm. and discuss what areas they're doing and what they want and stuff, mm. that's a whole day of filming gone. Mm. So then you go into a planning process where it's just like, oh, okay, I've got 10 minutes to decide on whether I'm knocking that wall out or that wall out or, yeah. you know. Um, so realistically, it's about a six-day reno. Actually, I didn't think about that aspect. So not only do you have to do the renovation, you've got to fit in with the film crew and redo things and do takes and whatever else it is. <laughs> so you've got to fit that in too. Yeah, well, I don't think it was really – there was no real real retakes to tell no? you the truth. Yep. Like it is what it – You guys it, are just so fabulous. It is. <laughs> 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 I just prose it. No, it is what you see on television. I yeah. mean, there's not much room in reality TV for retaking and stuff, but there's yeah. lots of sort of on-the-fly interviews. So yeah. if something happens on the work site, whether it be positive or negative, all of a sudden you've got a couple of producers and cameramen around you pulling you off to a side to sort of do a quick – little on-the-fly interview so wow. that they can put those snippets into the actual show when they put piece the show together. Oh, it'd, be, it'd be very hard to keep yourself composed because they would want those little interviews when you're just at your last, <laughs> you know, you'd oh, exhaust it. You, you could be ready to explode because yeah. something's gone horribly wrong. Yes. And I like to say you're living and dying with every decision every five minutes. Oh, goodness. So you, <laughs> what you do, and you don't have what I call the luxury of time when you're doing a normal reno. So you, you have to make that decision and you have to live and die by it and you get judged by a, an international professional at the end of the week. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, that, that's pretty harsh. So, yeah. <laughs> so I guess, I mean, one of my first questions was about the block about Josh and Elise and are they as lovely as they appear on camera? Well, I, they must be because there's no time to really be anything else by the sounds of it. Oh, look, we always say if it doesn't, if you don't do it, yeah. nobody sees it. So if it's done, yeah. people will see it. And yeah. the juicier it is, the better te television ratings you <laughs> yeah. will get. But in the same sentence, like Josh and Elise, we've met them several times now, yeah. and they are just beautiful people. Yeah, they're lovely. Like, yeah. They're really lovely. They're willing to help out. I think Scott's spoken to Josh a couple of times about... He stole one of my builders. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Oh. No, only for the day. I'll get him back. Oh, so. okay. That's good. <laughs> hey, um, Scott, you were probably impressed with me with the, the house that um, Josh chose. He he'd figured it right out. I loved it. Yeah. Their colour, yeah. their design was spot on. Yeah. Like, we picked it as soon as we saw that house. I want that one <laughs> yeah yeah well and and yeah. the color's not your typical you know sort of monochrome color sort of thing it's not your yeah. dark or your you know dark and white and grays yeah it's, it's a very different color and every room she did was really individual oh, and it's a house. really good take on each style it yep. didn't look like i call it copycat instagram and i'm not the interior designer yeah. Nadia is, but, yeah you know, Somehow, even though their house sort of was, there was individual spaces, Yes, the consistency throughout the house and the flow of the house was just spectacular. It was, wasn't it? It was really warm and really comfortable yeah. and really inviting for anybody who sort of walked in there. It was a bit lush, wasn't it? It was a I bit know. lovely. Yeah. One kind yeah. dream, hey? Yeah, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the fact that they picked the north-facing one. They picked it so that they could do that really high um, mm. ceiling down the middle. They, they picked the best house. They were on, on the front foot before they even started. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. And I think that's a lot what people don't realise and when deciding on whether to buy a home, sort of what aspect that the house is facing mm. yeah. has a massive importance. Oh, Nadia, lady after my own heart. Like that. I mean, you've got to think of airflow through the house and yes. you've got to think of when the sun's going to hit 
the main rooms that you spend in, you know. Yes. I mean, there's so many things that you've got to think about. It's not just, oh, that looks like the prettiest one, so let's just buy that one. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just about pink cushions, babe. No, I don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it, I, I was saying um, on, on another show, it's it's that those houses that you just can't quite put your finger on why it's so nice, and it's usually the aspect, isn't it? It's yeah. got that northern light. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Her styling was spot on too. Oh, it wasn't absolutely. overdone. Mm. There can be an element of sleep deprivation uh, when you're filming. Uh, I, I think you, you you went for a few days without sleep when you were filming Renault Rumble. Yeah, we went. There was one particular house and we did pretty much three days with no sleep. Oh. I had to go and knock on somebody's door to try and borrow their shower because wow. <laughs> we, we, was, we were staying in Maribyrnong and where we were actually building this house was like 45 minutes away. Ain't nobody got time for that. Not when no. you're on a seven-day reno. No. So, you know, I um, I think it was I think it was about three days, and then we we finished the house and tools down. The judges came through, and Scott and I sort of put our hands up and said, "Look, we've we've done everything for the spare bedroom that's not being judged. Mm. Can we now go back and style it for when the homeowners come through? Because they were then going to foster children, so oh, okay. we wanted that room to be ready for them, yeah. so that if by any means, you know, it could have been the following Monday that mm. they had a foster child put their hand up and say, I need a home, that they didn't have to stress about that space. So I think all in all, it was about 72 hours without any sleep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. It's crazy. And so how did you manage to remain calm yeah. and uh, not sort of make really great TV by having a, <laughs> a massive meltdown? Or did you? I was calm. I was calm, calm the whole way. Yeah. To the point where we, I used to like... To, to sort of get all the cameramen and the producers running, mm-hmm. I used to go down the back and start swearing and screaming into the mic because <laughs> you're on mic 24 hours a day, right? And so if I wanted the camera guys to film something, mm. I'd start pretending I'm swearing at Nadia and, and losing it. And then Everyone 10 comes. cameras came from everywhere, mate. Everywhere. Wow. <laughs> they always said to us, come on, guys, we just need one argument. Just one. <laughs> so truly they would ask for an argument. <laughs> really like i think they were just more surprised that yeah. we didn't uh, okay we were we've been the only couple on renault rumble or um the block that has never had an argument oh, God. and wow. we, we just didn't argue like <laughs> you know there was some things that i thought it doesn't Scott mean she didn't like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just roll with it. You've yeah. got to back your partner up 100% yeah. in these yeah. situations. Yeah. And I'm sure there was other things that I suggested or that we did that Scott thought, oh, that's just ridiculous as well, but I'm just going to roll with it. Yes. And that's the main aim of the game. Like, you just have to back each other up 100%. You can't be fighting against each other because here's all I had. Yeah. I was yeah. all he had. Fair and if enough. you're not backing each other up, you've got no one. Got no one. I was thinking about that with these reality shows, how they have couples, how that is actually quite a great thing because you wouldn't want to go in alone, would you? You know, you really do. Under that pressure cooker, You having a partner with you to go through it all, that would make it a lot easier. It really would. Some couples it will. Yeah. <laughs> Some couples it won't. Okay. It's um, like a good test. You could, yes. We should get everyone to do it before they yeah. get married. Yeah. <laughs> just start, or or before you buy property. Right yeah, absolutely. That's what they do for their first home. If they, mm. if they get that far, they can have a wedding. Yeah. You want to your home in seven days. Yes. Yeah. I love that about you, Tara. You're a thinker. <laughs> we just come up. With a reality you TV show. show, you've got to do a renovation yes. together, and if you if you stay together at the end, you get to get married. So it's a mixture of um, if there's any young couples, yeah. any young couples, 
<laughs> reach out to us on Facebook, okay? We want to know about you. <laughs> Hey, speaking of Facebook, uh, part of our Facebook community had a question for you. Oh, uh, this question comes from Kim. Hey, Kim, if you're listening, I'm probably going to just put it in my own words. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> the basic premise of the question is, are Renault reality TV shows like The Block and Renault R- Rumble fair dinkum? As in, do the contestants really do the work or are contractors doing all of it and then you just come on and look gorgeous and argue or not argue okay well i don't think i actually look gorgeous until like our weekly interviews when yep. channel yes. the, the studio girls came in and made you pretty you yes know, they put 100 pounds of concealer under your eyes because you hadn't slept but pretty much what you see is what you get there are some contestants that don't work as hard as others but the backbone to these shows is the trades and they don't get enough recognition. Oh, interesting. You have fabulous trades that are backing you up 100%. They will do what you want them to do. If they can't do it, they'll suggest a different way, won't they? Yeah, 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 100%. I mean, that's we got on really well with all our trades. And, yes. you know, uh, we were probably, I think it was uh, Scotty Cam said we were one of the hardest working couples he's ever, ever seen. Wow. Fantastic. But we, we worked really hard and there were some that tried to coast through. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get caught out, you know. Yeah. People see it. We saw one couple this year that was getting a lot of flack that, you know, they they Quite weren't right working that hard and you yeah. could absolutely see that mm, they weren't yeah, working that hard. Yeah. So if you don't do it, people won't see it. It's definitely not scripted. Yep. It's okay. up to the people to do, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do with, you know, pressures with no sleep and, yep. and, and making wrong decisions and all that sort of stuff. And the thing is you can't hide for that long. No. Like mm. you can pretend to be the nice person mm. and everything like that for the first week or maybe two, but once that sleep deprivation kicks in, yeah. Yeah. you know, and your angry little monster comes out mm. or whatever personality you are, yeah. you can't hide it from the cameras for that long. No. Not when you've got cameras on you 24-7 mm. and no. you're pretty much mic'd all day. So, I mean, we could never be on a reality show if it was scripted because Scott doesn't remember what I asked him to do like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> alone, like, remember any lines. <laughs> It would just be a blubbering mess. <laughs> well, guys, that's been really great. It's it's been good to hear a bit of the the background of reality TV and the block. So, um, thank you very much for that. We'll have to have yeah. you again to do this another time. But we're also going to talk to you a little bit more about your um, new business venture, um, S and N Designs. Take me home tonight. I just want to show you the truth. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. You're joined here with Tara, and I do have two very special guests with me today, Scott and Nadia Black. So you may know Scott and Nadia Black from the TV show Renault Rumble. They were finalists, but they also have a business called S&N Design, which focuses on interior design and building. Is that correct? Yeah, so it's called S&N Design and Renovations. And we can do as little as fluffing your cushions for you if you need us to, <laughs> yes. to massive house builds. And you do a lot of houses here in the peninsula, locally, and all across Melbourne as well? 
Yeah, I guess when the business started, we were doing them all over the place and then all of a sudden we had to stop taking in work because yeah. it was all local. Absolutely. Uh, which is great because it's, it means we can focus more on the peninsula where we love and grew yeah. up. So, um, yeah, it, it's, all, it's every aspect of interior design, renovation, project management. So. Mm. So I've noticed your projects have sort of grown. You, you, you've, you're very, very good at renovations, among other things, um, and I've noticed that they're very cost-effective. You just you do very, very smart ones, don't you? Yeah, I think that's what people have got to sort of realise when they do go into a renovation and they're taking this, the step to, you know, commit to a renovation, that it's not going to cost them $10. No. The more, <laughs> the more that people realise nice there is a lot, a lot big of a price behind renovations Mm. um, and that they need to budget Mm. and they need to seriously budget for it. Mm. Um, I think that's the key. You need to stick to your budget and you need to be realistic with what what you want done compared to your budget. Mm. Yeah, you don't have to, like with a kitchen, you don't have to get a $45,000 kitchen. You can can paint the uh, doors, you can put on some nice new bench tops and and all that sort of stuff and Mm. you can get away with one of those for like six grand. Um, I've noticed your kitchens are very, very clever that way. You've done, um, have you done some Freedom Kitchens as well or very similar designs too? Yes. No, we haven't done any Freedom Kitchens since leaving the show really. Yeah. We haven't. We... I think you found more cost-effective ways of doing them. Probably. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'll go out a limb and say that. Freedom <laughs> was a major sponsor of the show, and uh, but they're and, not ours. And, yeah, no, that's right. And we do. I think we've still got two or three designs in the current uh, Freedom Inspo catalogue that are our designs. Yes, that's what yeah. I was trying to get so, to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we do, and we certainly get approached about doing those, but we mm. tend to do a lot more through other our other cabinet makers these days. And, yes, and we also. Um, sometimes even source at flat pack, but it all depends on the customer's budget. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. we, we know we can build a house in seven days, but is the customer willing to pay for that? Yeah, yeah. Because you'll need, you know, 250 tradies on site every day. Yeah, absolutely. And we like to keep it local as well. So yes. we, most of our trades are all local boys. Yes. So we love to keep it local, um, even in the show when we were doing Renault Rumble, we mm. would literally go to that area if we needed to buy furniture or something. Yeah. We would seek out like furniture designers of that area yes. and use those guys. So we really enjoy keeping it local and just sort of backing up all of our local yeah. trades and everything. Actually, that, that brings me on to another question um, to you, Nadia, about that local peninsula look because you do achieve that quite well, don't you? Tell us, what. give me some sort of tips if I want to achieve that peninsula look what 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 kind of what kind of hallmarks should I look out for I think everything at the moment in the peninsula is sort of your grays your whites your nice clean spaces like you don't want it too clinical so you want to be able to sort of chuck in some color somewhere yes but the thing that people make mistakes in I think is they do big ticket items yes in a certain colour that might be the colour of, of the season, you know. Yes. And then it comes winter and everybody goes, oh, I don't like that colour anymore, but it's going to cost me $5,000 to change it. So yes. I'm just going to have to live with it. So, I mean, my advice would be to just keep it simple, yes. um, keep your beautiful, crisp, clean colours, and you can dress it with whatever colours you like. And then, you know, if by some random chance red comes into the colour next season, Yes, you can go and buy some red cushions. You can buy some red appliances mm. for the kitchen, like your mix master and your coffee machine and yes. things like that to sort of pump up the colour a bit. Ooh. And you just keep it cohesive that way. I want a red mix master. 
<laughs> so tell me, like greys and whites, have you noticed that there's a bit of timber floating around as well? Yeah, yeah. timber and greenery, I yeah. think, is also a massive key. Like I, mm. I really enjoy, I'm not a green thumb at all. I no. kill a plant just by looking at it, unfortunately. <laughs> Poor she plant. really does. But <laughs> there are fake ones now. You know, I have Thelma and Louise at home and they are my two plants and they're still alive eight months later. So I'm very proud of Thelma and Louise. But... Um, <laughs> Because I thought they were going to commit suicide knowing that I was taking care of them. But anyway. They wanted um, out. Yeah. <laughs> I want a better home. Um, but no, you're right. Timber is beautiful. And yeah. I think if you go and source your timber from the right places, you will get just the most perfect timber. And I think if you go and actually look at the timber before purchasing it, don't just That's take smart. it on a whim that the, the timber is going to be beautiful. Yeah. Because I, I really enjoy looking at a piece of timber that has a lot of knots in it. And you can oh, see yeah. that it's aged and it's got veins through it. And... I don't like the nice, shiny, flat, no sort of fault yeah. timber. I don't think that's a peninsula look no, really, is it? Yeah. So I think the more faults that a piece of timber has in it, the more beautiful it is because yeah. the more sort of life that the timber has lived. And if you pair that with a bit of grey, a bit of white, a bit of greenery, Ooh. it's just beautiful. It just makes for a really clean sort of space. Quite timeless too, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, Hamptons down the peninsula as there well. Is. And yeah. that's one of our signature styles. So is. we did really well whenever we did a Hamptons rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did. No, we don't get tired of the Hamptons, do we? Um, no. So tell us, what would you focus on to create, from a building perspective, to create the most maximum impact if, um, let's say, you had a budget of 50000 for your reno? What would you do with that? What would, you, what would be your focus? What would be your priority? Paint. Paint, yeah. Cheapest and most cost-effective but biggest bang for buck. Yeah, a changing a, a wall color colors on a wall is probably the first thing you can get away with that acts absolutely changes the look of a space. You don't want to start knocking out walls if you don't have to. Mm. Um, look at how the space is made. You might be able to get away with taking out one or two. Mm. Um, the next biggest thing is kitchens mm. and bathrooms and en suites, because people, when in my view, people when they look at it and they're going to buy a house, the first thing they do is when they look at a kitchen, they go. Oh my God, this is 1980s. It's mm. going to cost me 45 grand. Mm-mm. They look at a bathroom, this is going to cost me 20. Mm. They look at an ensuite, this is going to cost me at least 10. They overestimate, so don't they? Yeah. What yeah. they will mm. do then, well, I know people that do, mm. do those bathrooms for that price, mm. <laughs> but um, as soon as they look at that, then they want to take it off your price. That's right. Yeah. So if you can do it cost effectively mm. and, and you know not spend as much mm. but get the same value and keep it neutral, mm. you'll win every time. Oh. Adding a bedroom will always win. Add 50 grand. Yes, I agree with that. You know? Yeah, it's kind of interesting is um, sometimes people, they just can't see beyond what's there. As much as they might, you know, intellectually say to you, oh, yes, I'm happy to do a project. Oh, yes, I'm happy to do a bathroom, whatever. They'll always go for the neater house, the cleaner house, even if it needs to be completely ripped out. It's people are emotional beings and they choose yeah. they choose that house that's easier to be in i guess yeah, yeah i think just subconsciously we yeah. just look at a space and we go oh it's nice and clean yes okay i'm going to choose this one over the one that had a mice like, <laughs> the tip it, you know? um, <laughs> that needs I a couple of tip every time yeah hey houses. you get some good ones there yeah i do too <laughs> We drive with our mother-in-law sometimes up in Rye and we're like, oh, that's a rip. Oh, and she's there's like, some oh, good that's ones terrible, there. terrible, you know. And we're like, yeah. no, it's beautiful. It's fantastic. Like, the less windows and doors, one. the better. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a bit scary when you get itchy in those houses. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's probably fleas. <laughs> <laughs> so just um, before we go to the break, could you tell me the biggest Renault mistakes that you've seen? Because you would have seen a few funny things in your time. I think it goes back mainly to budget. <laughs> like that is a massive, massive mistake that people yeah. make. They underestimate what the cost of, you know, I, I want to rip out my kitchen Here's five grand, oh and no. I want you to build it from the ground up. <laughs> and I want two pack cabinetry. I want you know <laughs> induction In, cooktops. Yeah. Um, and you sort of go, um, no, yeah, you, you can't. And I think a lot of people sort of go into it, and they they're so emotionally connected to the idea of getting that renovation done. Yes, but unfortunately, they just don't have the budget for it. And yes. we've had a few clients where we've had to say, "Look, I'm sorry, we just we're just not your people." Yeah, because we can't do it no. to the standards that we would like to yes. do it, and that we you know value ourselves on doing it and yes. that standards. So yes. we can't put our names to something that yeah. you know we're gonna. Nadia's heaps nicer at it than yes. me. I just laugh at it. So did you find another 50 grand in the back backyard? I'm a great believer of doing one or two things really, really well yeah. as opposed to just trying your luck with whatever randoms and getting a disaster because it is a bit unfortunate. Like when you're in a situation where your budget is limited, you are tempted to take, you know, the unregistered trade or the one that, you mm. know, is just a bit too good to be true. Honestly, they end up costing you more. Absolutely. Because you have to pay to fix what they've broken. <laughs> and probably the worst thing is an unfinished house as well. So mm. if you just focus on one or two rooms and get them done, yeah. you're in a much better situation and probably much easier to live in as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Take me home tonight. I just want to show you the truth. Light me up and make me feel all right. Because, baby, we are always shy. Hey, Joe here, and we're back with Scott and Nadia from Renault Rumble and SNN Designs and Renovation. Before the break, we spoke about the Peninsula aesthetic, and Nadia, you uh, gave some advice around how to make your home really beautiful but also timeless by keeping things simple. And if you want to add an accent colour or a seasonal colour, you can do that with appliances or soft furnishings, that sort of thing. You also spoke about using timber, greenery and greys and, and whites to get that really timeless look. When, you, when, we, when we're thinking about furniture, decor or homewares, what, where would you recommend investing? So money-wise, where would you recommend spending your money? Probably I would say a lounge room. Okay. I mean, apart from the kitchen, if you've got a family home, you mm. want your family to feel comfortable in the lounge room, don't you? I mean, if you have a lot of movie nights with your kids, if you know, or even if you're, you know, you don't have children, yep. if you've got your mates coming over to watch the footy or the cricket or whatever, which is mm. more what Scott would think of. Yeah, <laughs> I can see him doing the thumbs up over there. <laughs> you want them to be comfortable. You don't want them to sort of sit on a couch that you go, oh, this feels like it's just come straight from the shop. Yeah, hasn't had any bottoms in seats. So yeah. You know, I would probably say the lounge room, mm. um, keep it functional and keep it comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that that's so important, functional and comfortable. Because I know I personally love the look of white couches. <laughs> I think white and cream couches look gorgeous. There in is no way. I, yeah, in someone else's <laughs> home. There is no way I would own. Instagram, they look perfect. They do. <laughs> but with a three-year-old, I know you've got kids as well. Yeah. That's just not 
not an option, is it? No. And I mean, our kids are 11, 9 and 8. And I still would not dream of having a cream yeah. or white couch. Mm. Um, I mean, we go places that do have the white furniture. Mm. And I, I feel like, you know, I spend the entire time going, yeah. don't touch that. Yes. Don't wash your hands. Yes. Please don't touch that. Oh, that's glass. Oh, yes. now there's finger marks. Yeah. You know, you just it's just not functional to nah. me. So you need a... You need to invest in like a, a good sofa or a good like fabric that, mm. that will sort of deal with the wear and tear of, you know, too many beers on the couch or too many kids having a slumber party and <laughs> yes. going crazy on sugar, you know, it needs to be sort of functional for the whole family, for every situation that you can possibly think of. Absolutely. So invest money in in the living area because a home, it's a home. Yeah, Uh, So where are you spending the most time and make sure it's functional. Yeah. Uh, So you'd be saying put some dollars in that in the couch. Yeah. For for sure. Yeah, definitely. We've got a question that we ask uh, every guest when they come on the show. And I I make it sound like we've we've done like a hundred shows. It's it's our fourth show. This is the fourth time we've asked this question. And the question is, what does the phrase dream home mean? mean to you oh to me <laughs> oh, to either of you um well to me a dream i, I think nadia hit it before mm. on a key word that i think a lot of people miss yeah when it comes to renovating design all that sort of stuff the key word is functional and it's how mm. you live yes. and it's never going to be the same answer to every person Mm. So every person is an individual. They're going to live a different way, a certain mm. way. So what we do with our clients is actually find out how they live, how they wow. want to live. Okay. So what is your dream home? It's the perfect home for how you live. Yes. And and that's the key thing. And when people go, oh, I don't want to get an interior designer. Well, then you'll never get your dream home, will you? No. <laughs> there you no, go. Don't ask yourself, <laughs> yeah. is this my perfect, how do I live? Yeah. yeah. And it's a really simple question, but... If you, if you actually, most of our work is working with the client mm. and understanding how they live. Yeah. Once we do that, on Renault Rumble, we had to do that in five minutes and we got to the grand final. So we know how, what we're doing with it. Mm. But yeah. the key is to find out those questions and then we can apply with our knowledge But it's as on simple budget. as asking mm. sort of if they're left-handed or right-handed. Because, yes. I mean, if I'm right-handed, mm. so I want to sort of rinse my dishes and pop them straight in the dishwasher with yes. my right hand. Whereas ah. if I was a lefty, which mm. my mum is, mm. she hates doing my dishes when she comes to my house yes, because yes. she wants to predominantly use her left hand right. and she can't because my dishwasher is in the right. Yes. So to her, that's not a functional kitchen. And they're, they're questions that people just don't think to ask, Yes, you know. Yeah. And I think to us, like we've made our home as functional as we can and as comfortable as we can. We only have quite a small house and mm. we've got three rapidly growing children. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we are going to have to think about something soon. And I think that's Nadia's way of saying she wants an extension. Yeah. yeah. No, I just want a different house. Different house. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put me. No. Um, and a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, th- I think I, that's what I like about your designs is you do spend the money in just the right places. And mm. and I can understand where it's from now. You, you've actually really thought of where are people going to be using their house the most. Mm. Let's focus in on that. Yeah. Put in just the right amount of money there. And um, you end up with a fantastic dream home, don't you? Yeah. You do. Yeah. My dream home would just so that people... If people were coming over, they would be comfortable. Comfortable, yeah. Like, I don't want them to think that, oh, I can't touch that because Mm. it's a white cow. Yes, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Or I can't touch that because my kids are going to leave finger marks on the glass. I mean, we've lived through three kids. (laughs) 
survived. <laughs> we're, we're still, you know, it's still on the edge. But, um, mm. you know, I think when my friends bring their smaller kids over, mm. I don't want to be that person that's going, oh, can you just tell your child not to touch? Touch oh, that. can't touch mm. yeah. them. Or mm. can you just pop him away from there? <laughs> yeah. You know, I want them to come in and go, you know what, kids, go nuts. I can yeah. clean up later. It's no problem. And they feel at home. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I exactly. thought your dream home was when you came home nine months pregnant and I had a sledgehammer in one hand and a beer in the other. <laughs> <laughs> and started like knocking out walls. I'm pretty sure that was your dream. With no plaster. Nine years. <laughs> and a patio heater you for a heater. You can't have a baby without a renovation. That's no, you can't. You've either got to start a new business or yeah. renovate your house yes. when you're pregnant. Yes. I think Tully's first toys was a nail gun. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. No. <laughs> she wasn't that happy when I dropped the wet and dry back on her. <laughs> if you could go back in time to when you first started renovating, so your very first reno. <laughs> right, so that was a long time ago, Joe. Yeah. We're going back now. And <laughs> I'm getting a little bit Marty McFly on you. A bit of a Back to the Future fan. I'm here. looking for the flux capacitor. You're looking for the flux capacitor. <laughs> so before hoverboards were invented, if you could go back in time, and you could give your younger, less experienced self one piece of renovation advice, what would it be? Oh. If it's about the current house that we are in, the one yep. that he sledgehammered, mm. um, I would say. Probably the thing I would do again is redo all the plaster. Like yep. we only redid yeah. half of the plaster yeah. in the house. Yeah. And now yep. every two years we have to repaint because the plaster is so old yeah. that it just, mm. the paint just keeps peeling yep. off. Yeah. So that's probably one thing I would do. You need to sell that house. <laughs> you know, it's funny she says that because we were talking to Beck and George from the block the other week yeah. and he did the same thing in a reno they Yay. just did. And mm. he had the same issue. Like, same didn't, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of ripping off all the plaster. Yep. It's cheaper to get a sparky through. Yes. It's cheaper to get a plumber through. It's yep. cheaper yes. to do everything. And, yes. and you just get a plaster and, and come back through. Yeah, it just doesn't look the same when you've tried to patch things up, yep. does it? No, okay. you can never get it quite right. Yeah. Um, and it didn't matter because they were bedrooms in our case and same yeah. with George and Beck. But mm. it, sometimes that old plaster, it mm. just yeah. never recovers and yeah. it, it just starts scraping away. So it's good for two years. So it might yep. be long enough to sell it, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> well, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you in the studio today. We would love for you to come back, Scott and Nadia. We'd love to. Uh, I think we've got so much more ground to cover. I wish we had <laughs> three hours. I could talk to you for three hours mm, plus tonight. Uh, but we... I'm heaps better with beer too. Oh, yeah. Great. All right. Noted. Noted. Just Noted. 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 <laughs> Uh, now, where can people reach you? Where can people follow you and reach you? Uh, they can follow us at Scott and Nadia on Instagram and yes. Facebook. And we we obviously post a lot of our stuff through there as well. A lot of people message us through that. And our website is uh, www.scottandnadia.com.au. We'll share those details on our Facebook page yeah. so that people can find you. Thank you again. It was an absolute blast. Take me home tonight. I just want to show. Let's get stuck into our finance segment. So we've been talking about renovations tonight. Scott mentioned how important it is to have an understanding of your budget before you Mm. go ahead and get stuck into your reno. Mm. And that is super important. You need to know how much you have to spend. 
budget, 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 budget. So the first thing that you should do before you start looking on Pinterest, before you engage a drafts person, before you give Scott and Nadia a call even, mm. is you need to figure out how much you have to spend. Mm. And there's a couple of different options here. So one option would be to to save. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, that would be a great option if you've already got the, the money there to, yes. to spend. But sometimes the reality is that uh, we're not able to save as much as we would like to fund well, our... Quickly enough. Yeah, yeah and quickly yeah. enough to fund our reno. Mm. Uh, so you can also look at some different loan options. So the first thing that you should do when you're thinking about a reno, if you don't have the savings put away to fund that reno, um, I've said reno about six times now, haven't I? Mm. That renovation. Well, that's all right. Show for it. It is. It, it is. <laughs> is to go and speak to your bank or your broker mm. and look at what funds you have available. So mm. do you have some equity in your home that you can uh, put towards your reno? Find out exactly uh, what documents you need, uh, mm-hmm. so what forms you need to fill out, what documents you need to gather, and then look at the timeline. Yes. Because I can tell you, you're not going to decide you want to do a reno, go speak to your bank or your broker today mm. and have the funds tomorrow. It's a no. bit of a process. So figure out the timeline before you start engaging um, tradespeople or drafts or drafts people mm. um, or renovation experts like mm. Scott and Nadia, find out what the process is mm. to um, release some funds I agree to fund that, that reno. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that entirely. I, I, I actually don't like to hire anyone to do any work for me unless I actually have the money sitting there in redraw. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, that money goes straight to their family and their day-to-day living. Yes. And it's not fair for them to wait around just because you haven't got your act together. That's so, right. Yeah, I won't hire anyone unless the money's literally sitting in the bank. Yeah. Ready to go. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Get get um, your finance stuff sorted mm. first. Well, that's it for finance, Renault. Over oh. to you, Tara, for local <laughs> market. We need, we need some music. I know. Local market watch. We need lots of bells and whistles, don't we? We do. This is so fabulous. I'm going to actually answer a question that I saw on Morning to Mum's Building Dreams because um, it was quite an interesting one and I think be worth covering. So this um, particular question came in by Susanna and she was saying, do we renovate her should she renovate her bathroom before selling her house? Um, she spoke to a local agent and a local agent said that it wouldn't be worthwhile for her to renovate her bathroom before she sold her house. So Susanna is in Frankston and I've done a little bit of background research for you, Suzanne. So the average house price in Frankston at the moment is at $560,000 now, that's the average home. Slightly nicer homes that are in good locations or have a special feature to them, it's not uncommon for them to sell in the sixes. So without seeing your home, it does show you that there is a big scope for um, what a um, you know a, a, an average house can go for and what a nice house can go for. So there's definitely room there to um, add value depending on your particular house. If your house is, let's say, a developer's dream or something that you'd knock down to put townhouses on, obviously adding bathrooms, that's not going to work. That's that's not going to add any value. But if you've got a nice family home that is not really 
good for development but it's good for as a family home consider the the bathrooms a good thing to consider also what i found which was really interesting joe is realestate.com has released a new renovation calculation tool they've teamed up with our core logic mm-hmm. so core logic is the leading oh what is it the leading analysis provider for local government sorry yeah for government mm. and businesses around so their, their data is quite great yes quite quite um what 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 it's worth basing it for on and so realestate.com and CoreLogic have come together and they've created a renovation um estimation calculator and it's worth getting onto there and look at how much a bathroom would come in at i put in your particular details and it came up to about 16 to 18 thousand dollars for a medium range of fittings but i think given your area i think just the basic range of fittings would probably get you by and that's more to the 12 to 14 mark so if you are looking to do a bathroom i would keep it down the lower end of the scale because ultimately you want to make a profit on the effort that you've put in and please do your own research on Mm. what your house could achieve don't just rely on what an agent or a friend or the postman or some lady on the radio tells you (laughs) get on to realestate.com look at the sold prices look at the sold prices Mm. in your street look at the sold prices in neighboring streets so you want a tight radius around your house and look at what's sold not what's on the what it, what other houses are on the market for absolutely that's a really yeah. important distinction to make yeah. balance it up with what's sold mm. look at what your house would get and then look at the slightly nicer version what do they get okay mm. and let's say just for argument's sake your house would get 560 and the slightly nicer version goes for about 600 putting 14,000 in to do a bathroom is is quite a reasonable investment in in my mind because you can see that there is a lot of scope there to add value whether the bathroom's the best place for you to spend money it just depends on the house i mean the facade is very very important the overall house being in good order is very very important as well so look at the whole house as a package and weigh up your options there but base your decisions on facts on on absolute facts, not just opinions, okay? Look at real data of other houses that have sold and that's the best way you can make a logical decision about what you need to do. Take me home tonight I just want to show you the truth It's time for us to talk about our own projects that we've got happening at the moment. Yes. Yes. We didn't didn't have much to talk about last week because we we had the Christmas break. (laughs) I know. But actually, I've noticed, uh, you probably noticed too, at Bunnings it's going crazy. Um, And Bunnings, we're not sponsoring Bunnings. Bunnings not sponsoring us. um, But... We do go there and um, it's, it's, yeah, it's packed, isn't it? It is. We went to Bunnings almost every day for like the last four <laughs> days. A couple, couple of days we went two or three times in one, in one, in one day. So. It's always so, for that pack of screws that you forget. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. The yeah. doodle pack of screws. So Marcus really <laughs> likes that playground by now, I can bet you. Yeah. Yeah. My little boy Marcus loves, loves going to Bunnings, loves the little trolleys, loves the, the playground. Uh, something's happened to me. I don't know who, what person I have become. It's the uh, show. <laughs> yeah, I've I've purchased a Bunnings hat. 
work. Oh, and you're good in work. that club now. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'll post a picture of it on. Uh, is it worthy of the Instagram page, or should it, it go is. as a story? Can we put my Bunnings umbrella with it as well? All right, okay. we'll, 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 we'll we'll post um, some pictures of our Bunnings paraphernalia on the Instagram page. That's we'll have that really up for you tomorrow. Stuff. So we've <laughs> we've been visiting Bunnings because our our current our current dream home project is our garden. And we've actually made some progress on that. Mm. So we've got plans now. We're looking at an Australia, Australian natives, uh, so something nice and hearty, but kind of in an English cottage garden style. So it's a Ooh. bit of a it's a bit of a fusion. Well, my little dream home project that I'm doing at the moment in my house um, is the garden. I have not touched the garden. I've worked a lot more this year than I normally do and yeah so so the garden has grown like nothing on earth and I'm starting to wish I had a smaller garden (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I've just been pulling out a whole lot of weeds and covering cuts yeah I'm a bit sunburned I've got the um, plumber's crack sunburn happening (laughs) (laughs) I've got that just from Christmas yeah (laughs) yeah so it's all coming along really well um Well, thank you very much, guys, for joining us. It's been a really good show. Um, Next week, we do have another bit of a start. Yeah. We've got Miss Morny Penny. So um, you probably might follow Miss um, Morny Penny on Insta. She um, actually did a renovation herself just recently in her homes. It would be great to have Kate. Miss Katie, yeah. Looking forward to speaking with her. Absolutely. And we hope that your projects go well this um, week until we catch up with you next week and we'll be seeing you on Facey. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you next week.